From the Iola Register, I'm Tim Stauffer. And I'm Richard Lucan. And this is Registered. John Brocker has been a businessman and realtor in Iola for 45 years. He served as president of the Kansas Association of Realtors in 2012. This year, he's running for a seat on the Allen County Commission, the same seat he briefly held until losing to Bruce Symes, the District 3 incumbent, in 2018. In today's episode, we speak with Brocker about what's motivating him to run again, his priorities if he wins the August 4 Republican primary against Symes, and how his business background would guide his decisions as commissioner. The fifth episode in our series covering local candidates, here's our conversation. Tell me a little bit about why you're running. You you were on the commission for about six months. Six months or so. Six months or so. And you liked the experience enough to want to do it again. Well, I after I come off of there and got on the hospital board to help correct, you know, what was going on out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you know I if I get back on for four years that I can make some changes that will help the community just like we did with the hospital board. And and I know enough. See, a lot of people don't understand. I've been in politics for a long time. Sure. Not out in being in politics, but I've been, I've gone to D.C. the last 20 years, except mm-hmm. for this year because of COVID. <laughs> they weren't there, so... Mm-hmm. We did Zoom meetings with them, so I, I meet with them every year, and they all know me by person. In fact, uh, when the governor was here, I mean, when Jerry was here, right. he called me commissioner because he knew when I was on that last time. I remember that. That's what I said. Yeah. So I know them yeah. all personally, that I can yeah. pick up the phone and I don't get their aid. Yeah. They'll put me on with who the person is. Statewide, same way. I've gone to the state capitol every year for 20 years, and this time I, I went this year. Hang on, just one yeah, second. Hello. least the question I was going to ask because so much of being county commissioner is about relationships. That's I mean, right. It's a really relationship driven job. And, and that's it. I've got all the relationships with everybody. I yeah. mean from the state to the federal. So you feel like you can hit the ground running? I, I can hit it running because yeah. I've got what none of them have. Yeah. I mean they can't pick up the phone. Yeah and call somebody and they're going to talk directly to them. You know, they will talk to me because I, you know, like I said, I've been in the political scene for a long, long time. I've just never, it's nobody's business. I just guess it's what, the forefront of it. Yeah. yeah. And with the Realtor Association and stuff, I've just been heavily involved and, and donate quite a bit <laughs> over the years. Uh, I'm on the president's circle. And there's like out of a million four or five, there's like thirty five hundred of us that are on that president's circle. Which the president's circle is you're heavily involved. 
yeah. in it. In fact, we go to meetings every year. They just invite that group, mm-hmm. and they bring in the bigwigs from the politics into that group because they're the group that knows what's going on in the deal. And as you look at a full term, as you mentioned earlier, when you were on the commission earlier, it was just for a short period of time, mm-hmm. less than a year. But with four years, it give you a chance to have quite an impact on how the county runs and operates. What are, what are some of your priorities? Or what would you hope well, to? Well, I think, well, I've got two or three different priorities. One is we've got to address the roads. Mm-hmm. Because that is, I don't know that people really understand that is an infrastructure deal to our area. Mm-hmm. I mean, from from the farmers to to the truck drivers that have to bring product into here, to Gates, to mm-hmm. uh, uh, Russell Stovers, to all of them, that is a big deal. I don't, even the, when I was on that short period, I went out and directly met with like uh, I, I went to Monarch, I was with B&W, met directly with them. I was starting to get hit these up here when my term ended. But that's how you build the community is the relationships you have with all the industry here and what we can do to make this thing a better place. I think I can make inroads into, if you want to talk about inroads, I think I can make inroads with the city and maybe the other towns to have AT&T bring their real fiber in here, not their secondary fiber, which everybody complains about because they're out half the time, but bring the true fiber in here and that would help us tremendously because then we could bring in tech jobs, not just basic labor jobs that we've got. We've got more labor jobs right now than we can fill. So to bring another industry in here that could support 600 people, we can't do it. The labor force. We can't, the labor yeah. force isn't here. Yeah. So what you need to do is bring in some of the higher paid tech jobs that they could work out of here with mm-hmm all the necessities they need and that high-speed fiber is they got to have. Whether they're working for a company based in Kansas City, Denver, Tulsa, right. they can still live here. They can have, yeah. they, they, they need that yeah. to operate. Yeah, two different backbones of the modern economy. One's the roads and then the other is the internet. Well, yeah. the infrastructure and part of that infrastructure is the internet, and mm-hmm. I've been pretty well told by, and I think that came out somewhat in the article, I didn't really care that they know, but I've been pretty well told by KDOT and the head of Highway Patrol, if we ever get an infrastructure out of feds, that will be four lane. Mm-hmm. They're tired of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, when I met with the colonel in February, <laughs> I joked with him about do you just want to keep your highway patrol on 169? <laughs> and he just started laughing. <laughs> he said, John, by God, that's going to be a floor thing because we're tired of it. Well, well it's, it's got so much. And there's yeah. reasons for that which people don't understand. And the reasons for it is, where's the only two concrete plants in the United States, or in our area? Yeah, Iowa or Humboldt and Chanute. Humboldt yeah. and Chanute. Yeah. Where's the refinery at? Yeah. Coffeeville. Yeah. Where's the Port of Catusa? 
Tulsa. Where does everything run to? You've got to get to the port and you've got to move stuff from the concrete out of here. You've got to move the refinery fuel out of here. I mean, you have just, you, you know, they used to brag about 69 being heavily trafficked. That's the reason they wanted it four lane. Mm -hmm. You go drive it, you won't see near the semis on that yeah. that you see on 169. But it's because of what's gone on, you know, it's things change and this whole thing, a lot of things we think we need big industry in here, that you got to have the people for that. Well, what you mentioned with meeting the local industry leaders and, and mm -hmm. the higher ups there, one thing that a lot of people that I talk with mention about economic development is the first priority is keeping the jobs that you have that's and just correct. making sure that their needs are met and they that's feel correct and I don't think that's been done for yeah. a long time just from my understanding of this, what I did in a short period of time I was in there I don't think anybody's went down to Monarch and sat down with them I did so there. what do you need how can we help yeah, you what, what's your response BMW I did that with Joe Words. I've got a good relationship with Joe. I mean, we, we need to do that with Russell Stover's and, and maybe the new and Gates. Gates doesn't seem to be as community-minded as Russell Stover's or the others, but maybe that's partly our fault. Hmm. There's something we can do. Maybe now. that's partly yeah. our fault. You can't say until you try. Hmm. If you try and it doesn't work, then there's nothing you're going to do about it. But if you at least go to them and say, hey, you know, I'd like to sit down with your key people and see what we can help you with or what we can do. You know, one of the aspects we had going, and I had it somewhat with Joe, is what do you get the most of that you have to ship in here? Because maybe you can bring a small plant in that can supply the needs of that plant. Mm -hmm that doesn't have to ship it over the road, so they cut their cost in the shippage, mm -hmm. but they know they got a main supplier here. Mm -hmm. Now they may ship some smaller jobs out, but their main job is feeding the needs here. Right. And and uh, and Joe and me talked about that, and there was one thing he talked about, and that's something we could look at. Mm -hmm. But again, I wasn't there long enough, but. In a way, probably, and, and I'll be up front with you, the last time I didn't do my job. I didn't, mm -hmm. I mean, for campaigning, mm -hmm. I didn't go out and really do my job because I thought more people, I've been here 45 years, mm -hmm. you think people know you, well, they don't know what you do. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you didn't know how involved mm -hmm. I was in politics. Yeah, I had no you, idea. You have no yeah. idea. Yeah. And like I said, you can call yeah. any of them up and they'll tell you who I am and... Yeah. You know, and how involved I've been in the area of that. But that, in a blessing, it worked out best because the other two realized I knew what was going on at the hospital and they put me in there to yeah. get something done. Yeah. And I got it done with help. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about that because that's definitely been one of the major um, developments here in, in, in Allen County over the past year, year and a half, two years. I mean, we can think about Russell Stover's expansion and the school bond issue and, and some other things, but 
the transition to St. Luke's is definitely um, something that's going to affect almost everybody here in Allen County and the surrounding areas as well, Very especially given that there's a St. Luke's in Garnett. There's a lot of opportunity people are talking about. Each hospital can specialize in something, but mm -hmm. what do you see as, as some things down the road that really this transition will bring? Well, I think it's going to bring, let's use it in the ter simple terms, I think it's going to bring more stability mm -hmm. to, to, to the needs of our people. We'll be right back. In these uncertain times, many things have changed. Plans have been placed on hold, events and celebrations canceled. But some things shouldn't change, like your goals and dreams. A college education is still your best path forward. And now is a great time to learn online. Allen Community College has been providing award-winning distance education for 20 years. With exciting courses, in-demand programs, and credentialed instructors, Allen Online Learning is the region's leader in quality higher education. Allen is enrolling now. Summer sessions begin June 8th, and the fall semester begins August 17th. With one low tuition rate, fall scholarships, and financial aid available, Allen remains accessible and affordable. Visit allencc.edu to learn more. Allen Community College, where more than education, we're opportunity. You've been in business for an awfully long time, mm -hmm. and your career has spanned, you know. Um, I've done more things than people know. <laughs> yeah, and so a lot of what you said in uh, the Register article caught my attention. You said, you know, you have to bring some sense of operating things, operating the county like a business. Right. It's not because, totally a business, but right. you've got to look at it some way like a business that you, you're... You put people out there, if you take, if you just listen to people, which I've heard talk, like a Warren Buffett or that, mm -hmm. they don't do everything. Mm -hmm. They've got people there that can do those things. And if they can't do those things, I'm sorry. You're mm -hmm. going to be gone here. We're going to put somebody in that can do what needs to get done. And, and that's a tough call. Right. I mean, that's something you don't ever want to have to do, but... By God, you got to have the guts to step up and say. And you're talking well, mostly about the 100-plus employees that work for the county. And that's right. The department heads. And, that's right. Yeah. And they either got to be able to manage their department or they can't. And if they can't, they need to realize it too. Mm -hmm. Because if you have, just like what we had going on at the hospital, if you've got so much diversity going on out there, people mm -hmm. that are un unhappy all the time, mm -hmm. what kind of care do you think they're giving? If that person walks in there with a smile every day, what kind of care do you think they're given? Mm -hmm. It's totally different, and that's the same way with the county. If you've got a bunch of the employees under a person that's just totally unhappy, it's, things aren't going to get done. Yeah. If they're really happy, I'll stay an extra 30 minutes or an hour if i got to get this done, you know, mm -hmm. because... You know, we see it as a benefit, mm -hmm. and everything needs to be seen as a benefit, not as, you know, my God, i got to stay another 30 minutes. You know, mm -hmm. that employee isn't going to be a good employee. <laughs> we've, we've talked a lot about this in Allen County over the past couple of years, but 
and I'm newer to the debate than most, but one thing that um, really stands out here is, is you look at the issue of economic development mm -hmm. and incentives, and it seems to be a pretty thorny issue. Um, you know, you, I hear a lot about, well, the county shouldn't be in the position of picking winners and losers. And then on the other side, you hear that we've got to be able to compete with surrounding counties who are making competitive and attractive offers to, you know, recruit the Horizons or the, the future B&Ws, you know, those type of businesses. Well, I agree with some of what you're saying. You've got to be able to compete. But you're not in the business to say, oh, I'll use the example I used it to your other guy. And he didn't <laughs> care for the example so much. But, and I'll use it with you. I don't want to, I don't think you'll report this because I don't think you want the readers to hear this. But let's say another newspaper company comes down and says, we want to start up. County, will you give us some money? And we give them 300000 to start up a new newspaper. Do you think your mom would really be happy about that? Right, yeah. She would. No, I and I understand that. So you wouldn't be like you give another real estate company money to operate. So that's where I think you've got to draw lines that you can't do that. But when you see opportunity for another business, there may be other ways. And, and your other guy was pressing me a little bit and I really didn't want to talk about it. But there's ways to help companies. In the way you help a new company that's really not a direct competition, but a new company that would manage right. here, bring something new. Bring something new to this town is say, look, you may you may give them a tax incentive on East Land or something, but another way to give them tax incentive is say, hey, for so many years we'll give you part of the sales tax back, mm -hmm. so you've got to produce. And if you don't produce, you don't get it. Mm -hmm. Well, why wouldn't you do that? That would be smarter than handing a hundred thousand or three hundred thousand because now you're putting a, on their back. They've you're got putting skin them on. The they've got skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And when I raised my two kids, that was the same way. If they wanted a new vehicle, mom and dad would pay half, but they had to. They worked and had to pay their half. Mm -hmm. Why? Because. If mom and dad gave it to them, so what if they wrecked the car? Yeah. So what if they let somebody else drive their vehicle? You know, if and you've seen this from even if you get out into the world, if the United States just gives a country money to, to try to better themselves, those people don't better themselves. But if those people have a little skin in the game to better themselves and you help them, they do better. Everybody does better. But if free is free, nobody does better. Everybody <laughs> seems to be talking about the the idea of a grocery store in Humboldt. That seems to be the example on the tip mm -hmm. of everybody's tongues. Mm -hmm. Especially with COVID, that, that Humboldt could benefit from a grocery store. Well, I think they could, but on the same token, you have to be somebody that can come in there and see the potential to do that, to make it viable. They just can't come in and ask for money to try to make it work because that never works. And and again, again, like sales taxes and eaves or something else, if they've got they gotta have skin in the game to make something work. Mm -hmm. And just to say, well, we'll give them this money and that'll make it work, that ain't gonna make it work.
work. It's only going to work if they have a vested interest in what's going down to make it work. And I pray to God, Moran's Lord, but will it or won't? You know, nobody's going to say that. And there's a lot of businesses this town may not make it with this COVID deal. Yeah. The restaurants, some of these restaurants can't survive. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, they can't. And you'll see some small businesses can survive if they can't be able to sell their product or move their product. But that has nothing to do with the community as much as it has to do with what's yeah. going on with COVID. Uh, Richard Lucan and I spoke with uh, Kent Thompson a couple of weeks ago, and he brought up the issue that the state of Kansas will potentially face a billion dollar shortfall in the mm -hmm. coming years mm -hmm. just because of their revenues being wiped out, you know, sales taxes are down considerably, and mm. the economic conditions of the state because of COVID are, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's a rapid contraction. And so if that happens here, and, and Allen County is faced with less, or, you know, less funding or fewer dollars than anticipated, where's the fat in the county that, that you think could be cut? Is there anything? I know it's operating already on, you know, Pretty tight budget. Well, but. it's operating tight budget, but they've got good reserves people don't yeah. know about. Yeah. I so mean, you think we've got more okay. reserves than what most counties have because mm -hmm. that's one thing. I'm still on one of the county committees. Mm -hmm. I'm on Southeast Kansas Regional Planning Committee. Mm -hmm. I've been on it ever since I was on the first six months, you know. And so I talk to the other county commissioners all the time. So I know what's going on in their counties. They kind of quiz me on what's going on here. And the reserves are mostly thanks to projects like Enbridge Pipeline and... Well, that's part of the money coming in off mm -hmm. tax dollars, but that's not, you know, that's not all of it. They, mm -hmm. through time, they've built, and they should have reserves. I mean, I'm not here to say you shouldn't have... That's why you some, have them for rainy some, days like this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that, yeah. but... I, I think that, uh, but if you look, now you just made a comment on sales tax was down the state. Mm -hmm. Ours hasn't been down that much because mm -hmm. I see it come through on what they were paying the hospitals. Mm -hmm. So ours was not down that much. That's true. Allen County hasn't really That's been what I'm much. sitting here saying. So you can say that's true maybe statewide. Right. But you can't say that's true in all areas. No, that's correct. That's so, correct. Yeah. yeah. You see, that's why I said people don't understand, mm -hmm. but, but I don't care. I mean, it has nothing to do with they care what I do or don't do. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to give back to the community. It's gave me a good life. I've put, raised two good kids here. They've got fantastic jobs. They make tons more money than I make, mm -hmm. but that's fine. You know, Where are they? Are they here in... They're um, in Kansas City. Oh, okay. I wanted to ask you actually about uh, one of them runs a company up there, part owner in that company, and runs a company in Kansas City, and will have to move to Wichita to run the whole operation when the head guy decides he's ready to retire, which will be less than two years now. And the other's a pharmacist that runs the Walmart in Kansas mm -hmm. City. So I mean, they both have good jobs. Mm -hmm. They make good money. And how did you come here to Iowa originally? What brought you here? Well, I. Uh, in college, when I went to Emporia, mm -hmm. to college. In fact, I've got a degree from Emporia, 
that I think our class was the only one to have that name. <laughs> because really? they just changed the name of the college. So after graduating Emporia? Well, I met my wife there, and oh, okay. so we both went there, and so we dated and then broke up and then dated again and got married, and then she had, I was finishing up and she had a teaching job here. Here in Iowa? Okay. In Iowa. Mm -hmm. and, and as I got out of college, I was a teacher at Leroy for a year. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I was raised under a family that rules are rules, and you abide by those rules. Or, and that happened when I went to cl teach class, and I taught history and geography and, and got stuck with psychology because I was... Uh, do the <laughs> that way wanted to teach it. <laughs> and that brought you here to Iowa then? Then that got me, uh, well I was living here. Okay. And I was driving to Leroy and we bought a house, small house here and Tom Bowles says, have you ever thought about real estate? And I said, no. And so I took my test and got into real estate and of course at that time uh, Berg had just been started up good and mm -hmm. Gates was going just good. And, Business was pretty good in mm -hmm. Iowa, Kansas, back mm -hmm. in uh, 75, mm -hmm. 75, 76, and so I got into real estate and I worked for Tom for five years. So since 1980 to 2020, 40, 40 years, years now. Yeah, I've been in it 45 years. Wow. I was 40 years, yeah. Wow. So. Huh. Well, cool. So that's where I got in real estate business and we've just stayed here ever since because she had a teaching job and, and she taught over 43 years here. And has it been in this building the whole time? The 40 uh, years? No, because what happened was uh, when I split off they were still here and I mm -hmm. just moved around the corner and the Jack Severed had a little office I rented from Jack for probably, what did I do, probably four or five years and hmm. then we and then Tom and them were Tom was still pretty sick with uh, he had died, he had kidney problems and so he they sold the building back out. Hmm. And so I moved back in here. So I've been in here over I've been in here forty years, but I've been four five years and then thirty five years. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. So. Well, thank you, Mr. Buck. I appreciate your time. Well, I don't know. I gave you anything. Oh, no, I got nothing good stuff. Well, thank you. I just. I Registered is produced by the Iola Register. For more episodes, subscribe to Registered wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Registered or find us online at iolaregister.com slash registered. To support our work, please consider subscribing to The Register. You can find out more at iolaregister.com slash subscribe. And thank you.